Gitin daf pechet. The last thing we were discussing was a get that the sofer couldn't finish writing on one column, so he started on the left side of the page, and then the idim signed, and we said that was kasher. And we said we're talking about a situation where there was enough paper on the side, there's enough open area on the side to show that nothing was ripped from that original get. And with that, we're going to start Pehet Amud Aleph. Five lines in, this is talking about where the Adim signed anywhere not directly under the where the ending of the get is. So, if they signed on the top of the page, on the side of the page, on the back of the page, all that they get is pasul. And with that, we're starting the sixth line now where it says ini. So the Gemara asks, Ini, is it true that if you sign on the side, it's pasul? The Rav signed on the side of the get. The Rav signed in a way where the head of the letters was facing the, the actual writing. And that's why it worked. And our Mishnah, you have to say, is where the feet of the letters are facing the writing. So it looks like the the signature was going on something above it. Could be there was a paper over there with a different document that was ripped off. So you could in our Mishnah, you could see that it's not connected one to the other. So the, the Gemara asks, What well, we learned in our Mishnah, if a sofer wrote two gitin, their heads are connected, but then they spread out backwards. So one goes from the middle to the end, the other one goes from the middle to the top. And you have the idim sign in the middle, they're both pasul. And the Gemara says, Why don't you just see which get? Does the signatures go with it? Meaning, if it looks like it's with this get, then uh, then okay, then this get should be kasher. And if uh, it's the if it's upside down, then the other get should be kasher. So why people sell both? Now the Gemara says no. Hot. I mean, our Mishnah we're talking about the Ramelek Ibra. It's like the the bolt of a door. It's like in between them. Let's say it's going from up to down the signature, and it's not going in a way where it could be read with any of the gitim. So the Gemara says, "Yahachi sefa de katane." Okay, look, look, let's look at the end of the Mishnah where it says, "Rosho shel ze betzad sofo shel ze," where the head of one get is at the at the end of the the get right above it. The idim baemtsa and the idim in the middle. Etcha idim nikrin besofo kasher. The upper get that the idim go with that one's kasher. Veiderame keibra, and if it looks like a bolt of a door. And it's sideways, then it can't be read with the upper one, not the bottom one. It should be also pasul. Why are we saying it's kasher? So the Gemara says, you know, that's a bad answer that it's uh, that it's uh, the signatures are like a bolt of a door. Rather, Rav didn't sign a get. Rav signed a, a, a an invitation to a din Torah. He didn't sign the actual get that way. He just signed a different document like that. So you can't bring a proof from Rav's story. So now the Gemara goes back to the Mishnah, get sheket ivrit. If the get was written in ivrit and the witnesses are in Yevanit or any sort of combo, we said it was kasher, ktav sofer ve'ed kasher, the handwriting of the sofer plus one ed, that's kasher, 
And Amar Birmiya Hatam Sofer Shaninu. That's Davka if the Sofer signed it also. Then it's Kasher. So you have two witnesses signed. And Amar of Hasda Hamani, who is this Mishnah like? Rabbi Yossi, he discussed, according to Rabbi Yossi, this, remember the Sugiya on Ayn Aleph Amud Bet, it was Rabbi Yossi against Rabbi Meir. If if you could you could hand over a shalihu to another shaliyah, that Rabbi Meir says were worried that maybe the messengers were sent to sign that to get, but maybe out of they felt they felt they were going to embarrass the sofer, so they told the sofer to sign, and they're not going to do exactly what the husband said. That was Rabbi Meir, that's why he doesn't accept that type of get, and Rabbi Yossi says, no, we don't have to worry about that type of thing, because at the end of the day, no one is allowed to write or sign that get without hearing it from the husband himself, and Rabbi Yossi holds that a shalihut cannot be passed over to someone else. And do you see that our Mishnah holds like Rabbi Yossi, the fact that a, that a sofer signing on the get is still a kosher get, that shows you like Rabbi Yossi that you can't pass over another shalihut from one shalih to another shalih, rather it was the husband who told him to do and that's why it's okay. And the Gemara tells us a story, there was a ketubah, a regular ketubah of a wedding, that came in front of Rabbi Abu, they knew the handwriting of the sofer, and they knew the signature of one of the witnesses, and the other witness they didn't really know. And Sabar Lachshura and Rabbi Abu wanted to kosher that ketubah because at least we know the sofer and at least we know one of the witnesses. And Amar Rabbi Miya Hatam Sofer Shaninu. We only allowed it if the sofer signed that document by the get, and it would be the same rules of your by the ketubah. He didn't sign off. It was just his handwriting that doesn't count. Next, we learned the Mishnah Katav Hanichato Bahanichata Kasher. If he wrote the he, the last name of the, the man and the last name of the woman, that is kasher. And that means even though we don't know the, the man's name and the woman's name, the witnesses who the get were given to give it over, they, or the witnesses who saw the get being given over, that's good enough. And that's why that get is kasher. And Tanura Banan, Hanichat Avot Begitin Ad Asarat Dorot. Our rabbis teach us that if someone writes a last name in a get, that last name is it goes back 10 generations. Meaning, if that was the great, 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 great grandfather's last name 10 generations ago and they wrote it now, that get is kasher. And Rabbi Shimon ben Azar Omer, Shiloshad Dorot Kasher, it's only kosher for three generations backwards. Mikan Velach Pasul, anything before that is Pasul. And the Gemara asks, Who does the following? What Rabbi Hanna said, who's it go like? He said, That if, if the Sofer wrote the last name of someone, it's only Kasher if it's three generations, and more than that's not Kasher. And from which pasuk do we know that three generation is connected with the last name? Because the pasuk says kitolid banim, that's genera- second generation. Ubene banim shantem, that's considered already too old. So it's three generations, grandchildren, and after that, the, you can't uh, connect them anymore. And once we're on that, Amar Abi Yeshua ben Levi lo harva eretz Yisrael ad she'avdu ba shiv'a bate dinim avodah zara. 
Eretz Yisrael was not destroyed until seven Bated Dinim, which means seven families of kings of Yisrael did Avodah Zarah. Ve'eluhen, and they are Yarob'am ben Evat, Uba'asha ben Ahya, Ve'ahav ben Omri, Ve'yehu ben Imshi, Ufekah ben Remaliyahu, Menachem ben Gadi, Ve'hoshe'a ben Elah, that's seven. She'ne'emar, Umlala yoledet Hashib'a, the one who gave birth to seven families, Avodah Zarah, Esad, Navcha, Navsha, it's uh, dreadful. Ba'a shimsha be'od yomam. The sunset in the middle of the day. Bosha v'hafira. It's embarrassed. And amar bi ami me'ekera. How do we know that it was the seven families that did it? Because the pasuk says ki tolid. That's one. Banim, two. That's uh, three altogether. Ubne, that's another two. That's five altogether. Banim, that's another two. That's seven altogether. And over there, that pasuk ends off ishatem v'asitem pesel temunat, and then it said ki hashmet tishamedun. Hashem is going to punish you. And Amal Rav Kana v'Rabbi Asi l'Rav Rav Kana Rav Asi said to Rav Ketiv v'Yosher ben Ela. It says by Yosher ben Ela, v'Yasara b'Ani Hashem, Rak lo kemalche Yisrael. He did bad in the eyes of Hashem, just not as bad as Malchai Yisrael that were in front of him. And it says about him, The king of Assyria, the king of Ashur came up to him and he took everyone into Galut. So, Rav explained them, Those checkpoints that Yarob Am ben Evat Put on the highway so no one goes up to the regal to the Beit Hamikdash. Ba Hoshea b'Tilan. Hoshea came and took them off. So why were they punished Afka during his time? So the Gemara explains. Ve'afal pichen lo alu Israel la regal. Bnei Israel didn't go up to Yerushalayim even though they took down the checkpoints. Nobody went. Amarak kalosh baruchu otan shanim shelo alu Israel la regal. Those amount of years that Bnei Israel didn't go when they could have went. Oh, fine, no problem. Yelchu b'shevi. They're going to go in exile. And Amar of Hasda Amar Mor Okuba. The Amelan. Some say it was Amar of Hasda Amar Birmiya. Darash Meremor. My dichtiv Eishkod Hashem al Ra'av Eviyeh Adenu Kitzadik Hashem Elohenu. Hashem was waiting over the bad in order to give it to us. Hashem is a tzaddik. Mishum de tzaddik Hashem Elohenu vayishkod Hashem al Ra'av Eveh Alenu. Because Hashem is a tzaddik, he hurried, he watched over, he tried to push that bat to come on us. What exactly does that pasuk mean? Ela tzedaka asa kolosh baruchu im Israel. Hashem deres tzedaka sheigla galut zidkiyahu veadain galut yechonia kayemet. That when the Beit Hamikdash was destroyed, when Zidkiyahu was the king. Still, the, the group that went to Tichonia 11 years earlier was there in Babel waiting with them. All the Hachamim and everyone went uh, with Tichonia 11 years earlier. So when Galut Zitkiah came up to Babel, there was already Jewish life uh, prepared for them. Dichtiv be begalut Tichonia. It says by Galut Tichonia, Heharash vehamasger elef. All the craftsmen, all the smiths, uh, a thousand. And the Gemara says, Harash, what's Harash mean? When they would introduce a statement of Torah, everyone would become like deaf person. Masger, what's a masger? It's Kevanche Sogreen Shuv Enan Potchin. 
And once they would close a statement, once they would close a, a matter that nobody understood, no one would introduce another problem. Meaning, once they gave a psak, that was it. There was no other questions. Vechama, and how many tamidei hachamim went with them? Elif, a thousand. Ula amar sheigdim sheteshanim levenoshantem. Ula says that tzedakah that Kadosh Baruch Hu did was he destroyed the Beta Migdash two years before the Gematria of Venoshantem. The Gematria of Venoshantem comes out to be 852. And Bnei Israel were taken into Galut 850 years after they came into the land. The Beta Migdash was built at year 480 of when Bnei Israel came out of Egypt and it stood over there for 410 years. Minus 40 years when Bnei Israel were walking around in the desert. So it was year 850. So what's the tzedakah? If we would have been there, Venoshantem, 852 years, whatever it says in the Pasuk, would have came on us. And over there it says, Ki'avoto vedun, you're going to be lost. Hishamet, Hishamedun, you're going to get destructed and everything over there. So Baruch Hashem, it was a tzedakah that, he to- that Hashem exiled us two years earlier. And this way he didn't have to completely destroy us. And Amar Yaakov, what do you learn from this drasha? Mehera de Mare Alma, the Mehera of Hashem, the soon of Hashem is Tamene Me'ave Hamshin Vetatehu. It's 852 years. Because it says Aboto Bedun Maher, and Maher would have been 852 years. Next Mishnah, get Me'use Be Israel Kasher. A get that has been forced by a betin of Israel, and they pushed him until he said, I want to give that get, that is kasher. And the idea, very simply, the Rambam explains, is that when a betin says something, a person really, in his heart of hearts, wants to listen. There's a yetzerah that's telling him not to listen, and he's being mean about it, and he's asking for this, and he's pushing for that. So if Israel forced him to listen to Hachamim, it's kasher. pasul. But if the Goyim force him until he says, I want to give that get, that's pasul. And the Gemara adds, Ub'obde kochavim, hobdin omrim lo Israel omrim lecha vekasher. If Avde Kochavim, they push the man around and they give him a court and, to, and they tell him, you have to do what the rabbis tell you to do, then it is kasher. And the Gemara starts, Amar of Nachman Amar Shemuel, get be Israel kadin kasher. Rav Nachman says in the name of Shemuel, a get that has been forced by Israel al din, halachically, meaning it was correct, the Beitin sat there and they were posek, that you have to force this guy to give a get, then we could push him around until he says, I want to give, then it's kasher. Shelokadin, if it was not forced al piyadin, al halacha, then it is pasul. She can't marry anyone else. Uposel, and this but this get is sort of uh, strong enough that if she was married to a kohen, she can't go back to him. Uba'obde kochavim, and if an oved kochavim forced this man to give a get, kadin, if it was done al halacha, then pasul uposel. It makes her pasul, she can't marry anyone else, but if she was married to a Kohen, she can't go back to him. Shelokadin, but if they forced him, if the Goyim forced him for no reason to give a get to his wife, afilu rea haget, and what's not even a smell of a get. And the Gemara asks a question, Manavshach, 
one way or another, if can force the guy to give a get and listen to the Jewish rabbis, then it then it should be kasher, then it should count. And if they're not allowed to force a Jew to give a get, even Alpidin, then they shouldn't make her pasul to her husband either. And you shouldn't make her pasul to Kohen. So Gemara explains, Amar Mishashiyah Devar Torah really get me also be kochavim kasher. Really, my Torah, if a goyim forced a Jew to give a get, he said, I want to give a get because a goy put a gun to his head, then it is kasher. Umatam Amru Pasul, and what's the reason it's Pasul? So Jewish girls are not going to go hire Goyim to force her husband to give a get. And then she exits herself from her husband. So the Gemara asks, If that's the case, that when Avdei Kochavim forced him, the Halacha would be like Israel forcing him in Torah. If that's the case, Shelo Kadin, Afilurea Haget Enbo, when it says Shelo Kadin, when Ovet Kochavim forces on his own, Shelo Alpidin Torah, he said it doesn't even have a smell of a get. Why? Veneve Shelo Kadin Ke Israel, it should be like the same Shelo Kadin of Israel, Umefsil Namid Livsol, and it should at least make her Pasul Tekehuna, meaning it should at least be worth something. So Ela had the Rav Meshashiyah bedutai. Rather, you have to say what Rav Meshashiyah explained that Ovet Kochavim's force is kasher technically, but they stopped it so the women don't hire goyim. Rather, you have to say it's not true. Vitamamai, and what's the reason that if they forced him alpidin, she should be pasul from keuna? Because Hachamim were worried that kadin bichdin they sell mechlif. That if goyim did it alpidin. Apidin Torah, then that could get mixed up with Din Yisrael, and people might say, oh, the same way by Abdei Kochavim, it wouldn't be Posel Takunah, and therefore if Yisrael forced her also, it's not Posel Takunah. And that's why they were gozer, that even if Abdei Kochavim forces her Kadin, it is Posel Shelo Kadin, Bichdin Yisrael, Lo Mechalef. But if a Goy does something not Apidin, they're not going to get mixed up with Alpidin of Israel. If Israel forced Alpidin Torah, no one's going to say that if the Ovid Gochavim forced Shelo Kadin, it's not going to be posel her. Then if Israel did it Alpidin, it's also not going to be posel her. No one's worried about anything like that. And that's why Hakamim were not gozer that if Ovid Gochavim forced that get Shelo Alpidin Torah, it's not going to be posel her. And Abayesh kahel Rav Yosef deativ vekam me'ase agite. Abayesh found Rav Yosef forcing husbands to give a get, alpidin. And Amale Abayesh told Rav Yosef, we're not the real experts like in the Mishnah time. We don't have real semicha. We can't just go around forcing gets. What gave us the right? Vetanya, we learned in the Brayta, Hayar bitarfon omer, kol makom shatam motzeh, 
הגוריות של עובדי כוכבים, anywhere where you find a gathering of a goyim, where they judge, אף על פי שדיניהם כדיני ישראל, even though their rules are like ישראל, אי אתה רשאי להיזקק להם, you can't go to them, שנאמר, ואלה המשפטים אשר תשים לפניהם, These are the, the rules, the laws that you put in front of B'nai Israel. Lifnehem ve'lo lifnei avdei kochavim, in front of B'nai Israel, not agoyim. Davar acher, lifnehem ve'lo lifnei hediotot. These are the rules that you put in front of experts of din, semuchim of B'nai Israel, and not laymen, people who didn't get semicha. And meaning, we, don't, we didn't get semicha, and we cannot force anyone to give a get. So Amar Le Rav Yosef told Abaye the famous line, Anan Shelihutai Hu Kaavdinan. We do the Shelihut. We are messengers of the the Semuchim in Eretz Yisrael, and we're just doing what they want us to do. Midi Dehava Ahodaot Vehadaot. It's just like any other money case of admissions and and borrowing and lending. Any business, any betin that does anything. Uh, they never got real semicha, but we do the 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 work for those who did get semicha. So the, so then he asked me, "Hachi gezelot v'habalot nami." If that's the case, if someone stole, he has to pay four times, five times, double in some cases. Or if someone hurt another person, we have he has to pay the five things: nezek, shevet, ripui, boshet, tsar. Yeah, you have to pay those things, and we know today we don't do these type of things. So why don't we say we're the messengers of, of uh, the Semuchim for that stuff also? So the Gemara explains, We are messengers of those in Eretz Israel for common things. We are messengers for those who have Semuchim for the common, uh, common things. But things that are not common, like Gezelot, Habalot, all different types of things. We don't uh, do their work. So when it comes to forcing a get, that's a common practice, and therefore we are their messengers. When it comes to gezelot, uh, about things that are not common, we're not their messengers. And Tosfot uh, mentions that one of those things that we accept upon ourselves is to be megayer people. Uh, to, even though we are uh, not semuchim, the reason we uh, we accept gerim today is we do the shalichut of those before us. Now, to just stop a second, this entire Anyan of Get Meosef forced to get is a huge sugya. A lot of halachot go into it. Uh, who is considered Hayav to give a get? Who's not? That's a Gemarot and Ketubot. Who is a Betin that can force it? That's another Gemara in, in Babatra. What is considered a force is, not, is another sugyan halacha. What happens if a person runs away from Betin? What happens if a person is a kofir all of a sudden? He went off the derech like it used to happen a lot in the Middle Ages where a person became a uh, a kofir. He became a Christian and he doesn't want to listen to Betin. What do you do in these type of situations? It is not as simple as uh, we want to make it out. Not lehamir, not to be mekil. That's why it should be left for a gedolim to deal with. Next Mishnah. Yatsa Shema Ba'ir Mekudeshet Harezo Mekudeshet. If the word out in the street of the city that she's Mekudeshet, that's uh, good enough that she's Mekudeshet. Megoreshet Harezo Megoreshet. If word out on the street is that she's divorced, then uh, she's divorced and uh, she cannot go back to her husband if he's a Kohen and, uh, and so on. Ubilvad Sheloye Sham Amtala. All this is as long as there's not a valid reason. To knock out that rumor or that voice that came out, and the Mishnah explains Ezohi Amtala. What's a valid reason? 
For example, Geresh Ish Peloni et Ishto Al Tanai. So we heard that she's divorced, but we heard also that it was on condition, or if it was a kiddushin zarakla kiddushia safekarov lo la safekarov lo. She was mitkadeshu, but he threw the kiddushin money. We're not sure if it was close to him, close to her. We're not sure. And, and, and the zohi amtala that is an amtala. That's a valid reason to knock out the voice. So we heard that uh, she was engaged to be married. She's mekudeshet, but we also heard it was a safek kiddushin. We're not sure. And then we found out that uh, it was more closer to him, not closer to her. And then for the Kiddushin is gone, that works. But if there's no valid reason, then she's considered Megoreshet or Mekodeshet as the voice in the city goes. And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.